Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Sessions, a platform where we challenge your current beliefs and we expand your consciousness. I am your host, Richard Farmer. To my returning Sunday Session family, welcome back. And to my new listeners, I would like to welcome you to the family. And if you haven't already, feel free to hit the subscribe so you can listen to new episodes every Sunday at 3. Now let's dive in. On today's episode, we'll be discussing how to heal your inner child. It's a very, very important thing I'm learning in my journey, with my healing process, and I have a very special guest with me this episode. She is an inner child healing specialist, a coach. Please introduce yourself. Hi, guys. So I'm the magic mirror. Um, I call myself the magic mirror because I'm a mirror reflecting you back to yourself, reflecting you back to your power, because we are our own healers, and we got out of touch with that. So... <laughs> Thank you so much, Richard, for letting me um, be on this podcast. I'm super well, excited. Thank like, you for being. Thank you for being on. <laughs> of course, yeah. I really like want to spread awareness because we all need to heal, heal our inner child, so we can heal the planet. We're yes. all so out of touch with this like precious part of ourselves, and yes. our inner child is our the portal to accessing our joy and our peace. And our bliss, and I have my little one here right now who's talking it up a storm because he really understands the importance of this. So if you hear a baby talking, that's my son Titus. He's two months old and he's smiling right now. <laughs> but he's a, he's supposed to be part of it. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, and you know, um, when I got pregnant, I, he sent me deeper into inner child healing. So that's wow. a big part of inner child work is surrounding ourselves with children. They remind us of our innocence. So. That's, okay, so 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 tell tell me a little bit tell me a little about that process. Tell me a little bit about yourself then. How did you how did you start this inner child healing journey? Okay, so I started um, four years ago. It was in 2016 where um, I decided to quit antidepressants. I realized that 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 was what was making me sicker and holding me back, and I started. I just quit that cold turkey, and then like I just intuitively got like was sent to start working with my inner child like I felt like spirit was guiding me to look at all these like pictures of myself as an inner like as a child like I remember I went to um, get all my photo albums and I took like pictures of myself as a child and I made it my background and I was like that was like the start of my journey. And then I started playing the piano again, which is what I did as a child. And then I pieced it together that I stopped playing instruments because um, of the time period of my life where I experienced like the most amount of trauma. It was when my grandma died 
is when I stopped at 10 years old and my dad turned to alcohol and he started becoming like really emotionally abusive towards um, me because he was hurting so bad. So I stopped playing instruments because of that, because it just like, no, that's what we shared together. Like I played the guitar with him and I played the piano and that's how we bonded. And so like, it was all intuition led and it was so powerful. And then it kind of just like all unfolded from there. And then I started realizing that like, everything is connected to the inner child. Like I just was just led to understood that I, um, I had like an attention seeking problem and Mm. I was like, where did I form this habit? And then I thought back, like, I just questioned myself and I was like, wow, when I was six years old, I remember having the, uh, I had got like this vision of me on a boat in Hawaii and nobody was paying attention to me. They were all connect, like talking to my little sister who was like one at the time. And I made up a lie about seeing a whale. And that was how I formed like the attention seeking habit and my um, lying habit for attention. And then I was just Ooh. like, what the fuck? Like everything is connected to the, the tra- like your childhood. And it just like spiraled from there. Like I just was like, oh my God. And I just connected like so much. And it was like all f- through contemplation, meditation and questioning myself. Fuck. So it's, we don't know that the things that we experience as an adult will, uh, it comes back to how we were programmed as a child and also through our experiences. And that work I'm finding is really important right now. Oh, yes. Like it, it shapes everything. And then like, as I just continue to learn more about myself as a child, connecting to my inner child, I started being drawn to like researching more about the, like our childhood. And then I learned that the first seven years of your life creates the programs which run the rest of your life. So during those first seven years, you're in the theta stage of the brain, theta meaning hypnosis. So you're just like taking in your whole entire environment and you don't have a subconscious mind at that point. You're just literally experiencing through the conscious mind. And so those seven years create the subconscious patterns. And if you don't go back into that time period, you're literally going to be stuck with those programs forever. And if you are living in an environment that is like unstable, not really like like a toxic environment, if you weren't nurtured properly, like you learn all these toxic coping mechanisms, you learn like you have like you adopt your low self-esteem, the way you perceive reality, and it's just with you forever until you go back and connect with that child within not even understanding like the, the the subconscious mind is a very powerful tool if not gatekeep and also um conscious of what you absorb into it and just yeah. that 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 finite time as a child where we don't even know we're being programmed like that that makes me that makes me think about when i have kids like that okay what are they being exposed to because i don't want them to have anything that's going to hinder them moving forward yeah it's so crazy like it they actually start taking in these programs the third trimester of the womb in the womb oh wow so, really because they come into this world with a blank slate it's like a computer like when you get a computer it doesn't have any program so this baby has nothing to run by so it has to take from its mother and it starts programming its environment through that trimester in the womb And then it comes out into the world and people think like, oh, they're just a baby. Like they don't know any better. Like, no, actually it's programming their subconscious mind. And they literally learn everything by observing. 
They're just like in a state of observation, a state of being. And that's what shapes them. Shit. So it, it's really deep. It's it's crazy. Like there's like um I'm reading this book called The Womb Awakening and it just like shows you how much like your trimester the gestating in the womb actually affects and shapes your life. It creates like the first seven the patterns of your first seven years, like what you're going to experience. So are you being, before before he was born, were you being mindful of, like, what you were absorbing during that time, too? Oh, hell yes. And it turns out my pregnancy was, like, a crazy fucking journey. Like, it was, like, one of the hardest things I've experienced because of what was happening in my life. And I would go through the emotion, emotional turmoil, and I would literally talk to him, like, hey, like, mom's crying right now because it's so important to feel your emotions and I just experienced this so that that's why I'm crying and I want you to know that it's okay to cry it's okay to feel your emotions and like I got tested so much throughout my pregnancy and I had the awareness that it's shaping him so like the start of it um I remember I was like four months pregnant and my dad was like withdrawing from alcohol like four hours and he was he didn't have alcohol for four hours and he was like almost going into like um seizing he was like trembling and like shaking and he looked so sick so I had to be the adult to um convince him to stop after 16 years and again like I used the inner child method like I connected to his inner child I needed to be his mother and I was able to get him to stop so it was just like that whole pregnancy I was tested that way and yeah (laughs) isn't it isn't isn't it um funny though I found that we become our parents parent oh yeah and it's we it's like I've noticed a pattern like you'll you'll get an adult that says like oh you're 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 acting like you're my parent but it's, it's certain things that I'm seeing past you that I see that you could learn and I'm here to help you do that, especially like in a when you're have a, a issue with a parent, like for your the, your relationship with your dad during that time and mine mm-hmm. with my mom, I'm realizing that I have to be her parent. So it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, because our children are literally our inner child. So it's just yeah. like it's Damn. us. And it takes it, like, literally every single, like, I guess, like, struggle that you have with your child is something that you struggled with when you were a child that you adopted. So it's, like, it's literally your children are a mirror reflecting you back to you all your fucking patterns. And it triggers you. It triggers you. Yep. And and then your children learn, like, oh, wait, like, I adopted this habit because my parents are doing this. And so they're able to, like like transform it and then show you as the parent like hey this is why you're acting this way that's how like our children are our teachers it's it's powerful that the power of like forgiveness forgiving like parents for how they were and also giving them love that's Mm. that's a deep ass thing it's a very deep thing i don't know this 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 whole experience i'm learning is a fucking roller coaster in a sense and like a spiral. Like you could be upset about something and then you understand it from the other person's perspective. And now it's like, damn, now if you want to like love and you like give you compassion because I'm seeing your inner child. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing past the mask. I see why you're acting the way that you acted. 
And I, Dude, we're all adult children. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That is fucking it. We're all kids at heart. We are yep. all kids. That's never going to go away. No, that's never going to stop. And, like, we deserve to be in touch with our, ch- and our child. Like, we have to live for that child that exists within because the child is the link to the imagination and the creativity. Mm-hmm. And that's how we actually, like, shape our own reality is by connecting back to that imagination. Now, there's people that understand the workings of the imagination and want to take that away. So that's why when we go through programming in school that we lose touch with that imagination because the school system is designed to shape us into corporate workers. Now, if we had, if we were in touch with our imagination, we would realize like, oh, wait, like we're the creators of our reality. We can just create whatever we want and we don't have to fit into the system. How do you plan on instilling him the teachings to help him in his early years? Um, well, first of all, I don't plan on, plan on letting him go to regular school. (laughs) That's like the biggest thing. Um, I don't, so my vision for the future is that I'm literally surrounded by a bunch of conscious parents that are all creating their own businesses. And we literally all share the task of teaching our children. So it's just like, we all have our own businesses going. And then one day a week, you have the task of being a teacher. Okay. And so we all, it's like a big collaboration. I like that. I like that. And I already have people who are like on board with it. Like I have my friend, John, he has two kids. He's homeschooling his kids. They were in daycare and he was just like, fuck that. Like they're adopting all these negative like habits. So he pulled them out and literally works from home with his two, a two year old and a one year old. And then I have another friend. She's a, she's a teacher. She just got her master's and she's, is like totally against the system has a four-year-old son and she's gonna homeschool him now and she's like trying to come up with her own business let's go let's and go. yeah so i have like a like we're all it's all coming together and i know that's going to be the future and then of course i can teach him how to run start a business like that's children like <laughs> and we go keep it going we go keep it going i see i'm seeing that that um homeschooling will be the future because like you think about like if you right now they're making the kids like wear the, the original mask and then like a shield and no child's <laughs> gonna want to wear that like come on now realistically oh, yeah. that's that's a, i don't know okay so i know that um before i even understood this whole inner childhood healing journey i've, mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of feelings were being uh, brought to the surface, but I didn't really understand why. But now I'm understanding yeah. it's because my inner child was was hurting and was trying to get my attention. So the the process is it isn't easy. It's it's very ugly because you're you're going back and you're revisiting those traumatic moments in a sense that you you know you brushed under the rug. And so I was really, really happy to have found your services because I was I was getting tired of like existing in the same same place that I was and just not like just not really addressing certain things. So I really want to thank you for hold on, hold on. give me a second. Hold on. Let me make sure he's back. Oh thanks getting mad. <laughs> okay, come on, you're okay. Please get him. <laughs> Thank you. He wants more food. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Okay, bye, Tiny. <laughs> oh. 
so okay. cute. He is. His daddy got him, though. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> he was at least able to be in there for 16 minutes. Okay. Oh. Um, go ahead and restart. <laughs> no, so just, um, just before me not knowing that I really needed to do the work. Some people call it shadow work. It's like different layers to it, I guess. But yeah. um, talk, talk a little bit about what you did and um, just talk about your, your services and how we, because I really found that before, before, um, before doing our, our session that it's really important for people to understand this healing and understand this process so that they can really brush off like the mud on the gym in a sense. And so um, just, just tell us a little bit about, about, about you know, your services. Okay, so um, I offer inner child healing calls. So it's centered around like pinpointing like where certain habits were created, like what your like your limiting habit, like your self sabotaging behaviors that are preventing you from becoming the highest version of yourself. Um, I know that it's all connected to your your childhood. So what I do with these healing sessions is we talk about dealing with and. I link it to a certain time point in your life. And through a guided meditation, um, I connect you back to that version of yourself. We literally go back to that timeline yeah. and we gather back all the fragmented pieces of your being. Because when you experience trauma, your consciousness shatters uh-huh. and you lose parts of yourself. So through that meditation, I connect you back to that version of yourself and we integrate all the, the fragmented pieces of yourself into wholeness. And we bring that version of yourself back into your heart. So you start, you start living for that inner child and you start realizing that all the triggers that are causing these like negative patterns are a result of that wounded inner child. And now that it's now that he or she is within your heart, you're like, oh, okay, I understand inner child. You're triggered because this happened and you're able to like transform it into a, like a healthy pattern. Because I remember, like, during my session with you, you yeah, brought me back to a memory while I was, like, in the room, and it was, like, this record player, and, like, my mm-hmm. dad was there. And I remember just bawling, crying, and just I felt the relief from it. Like, a piece of myself had a, had a, a, a inner peace. So I was finally released and finally addressing certain things. And, I, and afterwards, just how I literally felt like my inner child was like right like right on me like like I'm cradling him inside my heart and he's like balled up in a little ball and I'm like oh I feel you little guy and that was that was that was really powerful that was really freaking powerful yeah because like you guys like we grew up as children not able to express our emotion so it's like you're also releasing that density that you never got to experience as a child, but you were carrying around your entire life. So you had that release. And so you end up feeling lighter and your child, your inner child feels like they had the support that they needed. Mm. So it's healing. I'm wondering, is this process like a lifelong thing or is it just, I I I feel like, Mm. I feel like you're always healing in a sense, but the, it doesn't have to be as painful. I don't think so. Okay. Okay, so I'm, like, in between perspectives on this okay. because, okay, so it's been almost four years now. It'll be four years in December since I started this, 
And now I have the awareness of where my patterns were formed from connecting to that inner child. And so when I see it like a bad pattern, or I don't even call it bad, just like a pattern that isn't serving me for my highest alignment, Mm -hmm. then I'm able to recognize like, okay, it's because of this. And then I stop. Okay. So and yeah, continue. No, that's, that's interesting perspective because so you're going to get to a point where certain things don't trigger you and you're able to address why this behavior and where this behavior is tied to. So, okay. Damn. It's very quick. It extends. So, like, um, I have an abandonment issue with, like, my mother. She didn't abandon me, but she, like, had a, like, I was the only child for five years and then she had a baby my sister and then she gave all the attention to my sister so that developed an abandonment wound and I like for some reason I was still like seeking her validation and her approval up until now and I faced that like my um my mom and sister they reconnected and they had this beautiful relationship again and that triggered me like a week ago and so I literally only cried for 10 seconds and I moved forward wow like that would that never happen like (laughs) I used to cry for like hours like I used to spend like a whole day healing like or days and now it's just like I have that awareness I'm like oh crap my being goes through the release and then I literally like ascend to a higher version of myself after that release damn that's that's powerful It, it makes me think though too um with people who attract certain things in relationships like a moment from your childhood that you don't know is a reason why you're attracting certain partners and could even be standing a constant, like, toxic loop. Like, you keep attracting the same people and you don't understand why. That's because it could be from an experience or experiences you have from your childhood and you don't even know. Yes. Now, that is a very powerful, like, point you made because our inner world is a reflection of our external world so our inner world literally projects like a holograph into our reality and so if you have a wounded inner world you're just going to keep projecting all your negative like experiences over and over and over again you're going to keep attracting the same people that are going to trigger those wounds until they're healed damn damn yeah i wish i wish i wish i would know like I wish I knew this, like, early in my journey. This would save a lot of crap. Yeah, but it's all necessary, though. It was all necessary to lead you to this point. Yeah, good point. Good point. Okay, so what can people do practice-wise that that can get them, like, a moment with themselves and a moment to, like, connect with their inner child? Honestly, it all starts with just placing your hand on your heart, breathing into that sacred space, and setting the intention to connect to your inner child just like know in your heart that you want to connect you have to let your child inner child know that it's a safe space to come out and that you love them and you're sorry that you've abandoned their connection and they'll they'll start coming out and um, that's like one way you can get a whole bunch of pictures from your childhood and hang them on your walls make it your background on your phone that way it's triggers that memory like oh yeah like I was once this child damn oh I remember you telling me that after a session that I'll start beginning like random like dreams not random dreams but like um suppressed dreams and I've been noticing that lately like I've had a, I had a dream about my grandma the other night and I have a dream about her since she transitioned and I'm like damn wh- where did you come from 
yeah no like when you set the intention to heal you open up the floodgates of that of your inner child's like memories Mm -hmm. they surface for like months and months or years on end until you finally heal all of them it's like it's like you broke you opened that door and now it's time for you to face all your shit yes and it gets crazy like you literally set that intention and the universe brings you experiences to heal your inner child. Like you'll literally run into somebody from high school that used to bully you and they trigger those memories or you run into an ex best friend that reminds you of that time period in your life. And bam, those memories appear or like you see your ex's mom driving on the freeway and then it triggers more memories <laughs> for you to heal. And then you get to a point where you start healing in your dreams. Like, um, a part of that process I brought up about healing my mom's like validation and approval wounds and the abandonment. Like I had a dream that I was sobbing to her about how I felt that she abandoned me when she um, had my sister and just made her her best friend and left me behind. And in that dream I was healing, like I was literally sobbing. So like in this reality, in this dimension, I only cried for 10 seconds, but in the astral realms, I was sobbing for like an hour to her and healed. Wow. So it's, it's really powerful. Like, And you feel you, your energy feels a lot lighter because you're not carrying that, that, that load that you once did. Your inner child is finally at, not finally at peace, but it's, 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 it's getting to that peaceful, peaceful place. Yeah. And yeah. you do feel lighter and you're like, your vibration raises and you just like are living for you entirely. Like the more that you peel back the layers of the density of the sadness, the darkness that's accumulated from these wounds, the closer you are to finding your true essence, your purity. I've noticed like things that I do to get, that, like get connected to my inner child. It's like lately I've been bike riding and that takes me back when I was a child and I was just like, bike ride like down the, the street and stuff and I just yeah. feel at peace I just ride around I don't care where I'm going no direction and I feel free mm-hmm. I feel yeah. free because you are free like it's an illusion that we aren't free and like it's the system is designed that way to take away your freedom take away your sovereignty and connecting to that inner child reminds you that you're free and you're wild child and you're a free spirit and that's also the benefit of the inner child work is that you get to connect back to that purity and that like imagination, that bliss, that excitement for life. So when you connect to like the wounded parts of yourself, you also connect to like the joy. And like you said, riding around the bike connects you back to that part of yourself. Ooh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I remember you tell. Is, I remember you telling me I want to start. Whoa connect like being grounded and like walking barefoot in the grass and like this just being in nature mm-hmm. especially right now because i feel like i don't know i feel like since everybody's been inside the most freeing thing that they could really do is be out in nature it could be like by the lake it could be in a park it's like sitting with yourself out there and just being yeah. you have a newfound appreciation for life and just for people in general like a lot of things we take for granted because we're not in the moment but in that moment, you 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 have a new appreciation for it. Yeah, you need to go outside. <laughs> like <laughs> that, um, being outside connects us to our true nature as well because we we are derived from nature. Like we're a part of the planet. So, uh. well, I know that me and you, our purpose is to spread awareness um, to the collective, and mm-hmm. we are doing our parts. And guys, I just really 
the reason for the reason for my podcast is to to heal and to spread awareness to to the collective and provide info in a in a safe space where you can remember parts and remember things about yourself that you just forgotten. And I'm just kind of like the the bridge for the info. Magic Mirror, thank you so much for being on today's episode. You are so welcome. Thank you. It was such a pleasure to be a part of it. Like, I'm so happy that we get to spread awareness. Like, with each person that heals, we become one step closer to being a healed planet. And, like, if we all heal heal our inner child, our children, sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> then imagine the kind of conscious parents that we're going to be for our children. And we're literally going to shape the next generation with this newfound awareness. So just think about how powerful that is. Yes, yes. Like the millennials, like this is it. They're they're, they're, going to definitely be the change. We're just like the the catalysts, the pioneers in a sense. Yes. Ooh. Well, guys, I do too. I was excited to record this episode. Uh, I really hope that like the the message really helps a lot of people. Oh, it it will. It already is. It already exists. So we just, we're we're tapping into that timeline. So. (laughs) Facts, facts, facts. Well, hey guys, as always, you are the creator of your own reality. Just vibrate the the things that you want to experience and treat everyone with compassion and love because we are just experiences in this little simulation we in. As always, yeah. have a great week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>